Okay, so from what you guys can see from the title, I am going to be talking about my psychedelic mushroom experience because it was really transformative and I know there is a lot of controversy on this subject, but I'm here to share my story and the mushroom's influence and impact it's had on my life. It's actually really funny how I even came to think about talking about this in my podcast. It's really weird. Yesterday, I was meditating and I was just like, what am I going to talk about this week? Because, you know, I'm trying to post every Sunday and sometimes I just, you know, I don't know what I want to talk about. And I was just sitting in silence and I asked that question and I kind of just wanted the answer to come to me throughout my day. But about a few minutes later, I literally tasted the taste of the mushrooms. And for those who haven't tried it, it's kind of like this earthy, it kind of tastes like a tree. It tastes literally like the ground. It tastes like dirt in the earth and I was like ew why does it taste like mushrooms like the magic mushrooms not just the ones that we eat it tastes like the psychedelic mushrooms and I was like okay that's weird and then it happened again like a minute later and I was like oh oh my gosh that's perfect I'm gonna talk about my mushroom experience so here I am and I'm going to explain my story even though I did take them with Iggy who I uh, interviewed last podcast, but she's not here with me. We don't live close, and I didn't want to try figuring out how to do the whole podcast online via Zoom or whatever because I know the audio would be crap. So here I am explaining my story. Let me set the scene straight. It was a Friday night, and Iggy came over down to my school. I was living in a sorority house at the time, which definitely impacted my experience. I was never a huge fan of the sorority. I was in a place that I didn't feel totally comfortable. I was living with a bunch of girls who weren't even my friends, honestly. I had a few close friends, but I was around a bunch of negative energy, and I was around a bunch of drama and a bunch of girls who were into things that I had no interest to, like partying and drinking. So right away, I was putting myself in an environment that was not ideal for taking the mushrooms. They always tell you, take them outside, take them where you're comfortable, be around people that you feel fully comfortable with because you don't know what kind of experiences you're going to go through. And I knew that prior to taking them in the house, but Iggy brought them down and we were like, you know what, let's just do it. So Iggy and I took about 2.5 to 3 grams each, which was definitely enough to feel the effects. And we took them at 11 p.m., which was a mistake in itself because we were up all night. But we took them in my bedroom, you know, just waiting for the effects. It was about a half hour and then nothing was happening. So we decided to go downstairs into the living room. And right away, when we got down there, things started to happen. (laughs) I remember feeling very nauseous, which is understandable and predictable, since a lot of people throw up after they take them. But I was so nauseous, I was kind of tweaking a lot. And I remember trying to call my boyfriend, and I was just like, you know, trying to have him calm me down. But every time I would go on my phone, I would 
literally want to throw up it was something about the phone I I couldn't even hold it I needed to put it into a different room it felt just like this toxic device it felt so negative I I don't even know how to explain it but I literally felt the phone's energy and it made me sick I needed it to get away from me as far as possible along with all electronics like I know I've heard this before taking that too is you shouldn't really go on your phone but it's not even that you shouldn't go on your phone like you will not want to go on your phone so that's one of the first memories I have of it and then I remember sitting down on the couch with Iggy and we were just looking around and the room started to shift between like color variations like it would fade from a green aura around the whole room to blue to purple so that's when we started to see the visuals it started very faintly with just a color shift within the room and then it really started hitting we were having such intense conversations we were just getting really deep in that moment just talking about a lot of life moments and a lot of our values and it was honestly really beautiful it kind of reminded me of just like a weed high when you get into really deep talks and your brain kind of changes its perspective and you have new ideas. That's kind of how it felt like. And then all of a sudden we got this overwhelming urge to get out of the house. Again with the energy, when we were on shrooms, or at least for me, it was I was very prone to feeling the energy around me. I, like I said, I did not like being in the sorority. I'm not in it anymore. It was just not a good environment for me. So I wanted to get as far away from the house as possible, but that wasn't, that wasn't possible. It was winter time. We were stuck in the house. So we went into one of the bathrooms next to the living room. Keep in mind, there were girls walking around. It kind of was disrupting our trip. So we wanted to seclude ourselves into a small area. So we went into this small bathroom. It was, I kid you not, like five feet by three feet. It was this tiny little box. And this is where we stayed for hours. And we just secluded ourselves into this small bathroom. I remember I was sitting on the toilet and Iggy was just standing by the door. And we just started to trip. I remember feeling so safe in that bathroom it felt like it was our own little world. It felt like we were in a different dimension in this bathroom and no one else existed. It felt like there was nothing beyond the four walls. I've heard a lot of the times when people take shrooms that they experience something called an ego death. An ego death is a realization that you are not truly the things that you have identified with. You are not your name. You are not your race. You are not your age. You are not your physical body. You are not the things that you like, dislike. You're just a sense of pure awareness. And let me tell you, this completely happened to Iggy and I. Obviously, you can have multiple ego deaths throughout your life. And when I was tripping, I felt as though I was this higher consciousness looking down on my body. I remember looking into the mirror And I just forgave myself for all the times that I had ever been rude to myself. All the times that I have talked badly about myself, whether it was out loud or in my head. It felt like I was like a mother loving down on a child. It was honestly really beautiful because, you know, we all have these self-limiting beliefs about ourselves. 
it, whether it's about our physical appearance, whether it's about things that we've done or how we act, we can be so hard on ourselves. And in that moment, Iggy and I were just filled with so much love and forgiveness for ourselves. And I never wanted to speak badly about myself ever again. Obviously, that wore away and, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm back with my ego-filled self. And of course, that happens. But I always try to remind myself of how I felt in that moment and the love that I had for my self and for everyone around me and I remember looking at my my face and I was touching it and I was like wow like this isn't me this is just like my parents you know they had a child and they created this form but I'm not my form I felt completely formless I felt like I was transparent this happened about I would say about an hour or two into the trip, I felt like if I touched my body, it would just completely keep going through. Then I started to think about other humans and how much we judge other people off of their physical body. And, you know, that's just not fair. It's just not fair because we can't control what we look like. There's a difference between comparing someone based on what they look like versus how they carry themselves. And it just really made me realize that we can't judge looks. And I truly think everyone is beautiful. And obviously, we all have our own level of what we find attractive. I realized how much even I in the past and people around me were so attached to our looks. And I remember I used to be like this too. And of course, I still find myself slipping. But... I just remembered and I just realized in that moment that I was so much more beyond the physical realm in the physical body that my soul is within. And it felt really beautiful to know that no matter what I look like, even when I'm old, I'll still be filled with this spirit. A lot of the times with these stream experiences and just spirituality in general, we talk about this oneness, how we are all one consciousness on this earth how we are the trees we are the ocean we are the grass but I don't know how to explain it but when I was tripping I completely felt that on a completely different level than I can even explain with language and again me expressing this with words will never truly explain the feeling but it literally felt like just one huge interconnectedness throughout this earth and it was insane and honestly this is something that I've carried on with me since that day and it's when I do leave my house it's when I do go in public I notice that everybody is just like me we all have emotions we all have fears we all have we all have insecurities we all have our mental self-talk we're all so similar but also different and that's so beautiful because we're all human, but even with the animals, I felt this huge connection with animals because, you know, they still are aware, they still have emotions. And I think it's so cool that so many of these other life forms on this earth can experience similar things that we experience, similar emotions, and we all live on this earth at the same time. So inevitably, we all have something in common. After that, I remember I was literally standing on the toilet and <laughs> Iggy was like sitting down and we were just talking. I don't know why I was standing on the toilet, 
there was a mirror on the wall to my right and Iggy and I for some weird reason decided to take the mirror off the wall and put it onto the ground so at that point I was standing on the toilet and Iggy was standing on the ground next to the mirror and we were looking down at ourselves in the mirror it was just like really weird to see ourselves in a mirror especially after that conversation where we realized oh my goodness we are not our body we felt this sense of an alienation between our inner soul and our physical body it was kind of like what are we looking at right now like who are these people it was so crazy And that sparked another conversation that was really impactful. As we were looking at ourselves, we understood this concept that everything is a mirror. And every conversation and every action that someone takes is always a reflection of themselves. I began to realize that even when things happen in my life, like people getting in arguments with me, it's actually on a much larger scale of, oh wait, they're insecure or they're angry so they're projecting that onto me and therefore getting mad at me even though I was never doing anything wrong but they're the ones that are upset like with any emotion if you're insecure if you're angry you're going to be angry to other people even though they haven't done anything wrong but that's because you feel this way and then you're projecting onto the world how you feel everything internally gets poured out externally That's just like how you see the world too. And I also took this from this mushroom experience as well, which was what you want to see, you will see. And how you think about the world and how you want to view it, your external world will be that way. Even though things do happen still, it's how you react to them and it's the perspective that you take moving forward. I remember sitting there in that bathroom and I just felt so in love with life so grateful for everything and this also was a catalyst for my mindset now which was oh my goodness I need to be grateful for the things that I take for granted my ability to walk my ability to smell touch hear speak breathe these are all things that come so naturally to us but so many other people in this world do not have the ability to walk. They do not have the ability to see. And yes, although the majority does, we still have to be so grateful. And what I've realized through life is that when you're expressing more gratitude, it's like life just wants to keep giving you more. It's like, oh, okay, you're grateful for this. I appreciate you for being grateful. I'm going to give you more. I'm going to give you more blessings. And no matter how small the blessing is, I feel as though gratitude is one of the most important expressions that we can truly express. I remember a few months prior to taking these shrooms, I had deleted most of my social media or at least took a bunch of breaks. But throughout this experience, it was so clear to me how much I did not need it that after I had deleted it and have not gotten back gotten it back I do download it every Sunday just to just to promote my podcast and then I delete it because I realized how fake it was and how toxic it was of course when you're in this trip and you're experiencing all these different types of things 
everything is heightened and everything is a much bigger deal than it actually is. But I still can't get that vision and that perspective of how I felt in that moment about social media out of my head. Social media is cool and it's great sometimes, but when you're alone and you're in your bed and you're sad and you go to scroll on social media, what is the benefit of that? Because you know that most of the time people are posting their highlight reels and their you know, the good parts of their day on there. So you're comparing yourself to these people that you most likely don't even know their highlight reel. How is that fair to yourself? And then that's just going to dig you into a deeper hole and you're going to feel like more shit about yourself because you're just sitting in bed on your phone while these people are out there living their lives. Like we need to put more focus on ourselves and our journey instead of worrying about other people's. If you want to be out there doing what they're doing, what is stopping you? You know, like if someone else in this world was able to do something, that's a clear sign that you are also able to do it too. Also not to mention Photoshop and filters. You don't know which content you're consuming is actually real. And I hate to say it, but I feel like most of it is not. Even if the lighting changes, you know, we all look better in the ideal lighting. But you're comparing yourself and your body right now to someone who took 30 pictures and picked one good one. It's just it's just not fair for yourself to be consuming that information. And that's why I deleted my Instagram and my TikTok was because I don't want to be sitting here wasting my life watching other people's while I can be out here creating my dreams and creating my life that I want to live instead of wishing I had someone else's. Another thing that I really realized that I had been realizing prior, but it just hit on a whole different level, was the law of attraction. And it's pushed me down the path tremendously. And I wanted to give this book recommendation. It's called Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And it's more of a scientific and logical-based book. It has a bunch of graphs and a bunch of scans that you can see, brain scans, about how everything works. This book talks about how your mind truly creates your reality. And it talks about training your mind to embody your future self in this present moment. Changing your everyday thoughts, behaviors, and habits can shape your your future self. Again, like I said, everything is so enhanced when you are on the mushrooms. And I just felt so much gratitude for this principle that I've been using in my life because it has opened me up to creating my dream life. And even if I am not in the ideal situation, like I'm down at school right now, Illinois is definitely not the place where I want to be. But it's helped me map out future goals to be able to get where I want to be. You're never stuck where you are right now. You have the ability to create your own future. Do not let anything limit you and do not let anything stop you from believing that. Everything you want to achieve has to be acted upon in this moment. If I want to become a much better version of myself, all it takes is small actions to be able to do something like that. Iggy and I were talking about this and I remember we were talking about the three main aspects of the law of attraction, which was action, visualization, and surrendering. I remember feeling this higher 
power and this source of love that was there with us in that moment and it was kind of like yes like yes you got it and again this sounds crazy but hey I was off psychedelics everything's crazy but something was literally telling me like yes keep doing this keep creating your future by these three steps by taking action you're you're taking steps in order to get where you want to be you're visualizing you're in your head you're seeing where you want to be even journaling is a sort of visualization I know that when I want to attract things in my life I always write down what I want to attract as if I've already had it so I'll write down thank you so much for this I am doing xyz it is so great and then the third surrender is just letting the universe work with you and help you through it and that's what I felt in this trip is there is some sort of higher power source that is helping you through this journey and helping you achieve what you want to achieve and that felt so comforting and so beautiful because I had never felt so connected to the unknown and so connected to the fifth dimension honestly and it was an insane experience and I have carried that through my life and I think psychedelics and also weed have really enhanced my spiritual side of myself and the spiritual journey that I'm in I mean I'm definitely spiritual but I'm more just very in tune with the unified field and what's really out there beyond the physical realm that we live in And once you can realize that, that's why I suggested the book, was because the book is kind of what I felt in my mushroom trip, but it talked about it from a logical side. And I was like, okay, so this is real. I wasn't just tripping off my ass and thought that there was God literally speaking to me, even though it did feel like that. But there's data behind this. There there is a way that you can create your dream life and your dream mindset. I just, I say this and I I truly mean it, but if you love life, it will love you back. But it all starts with your mindset and your will and want to change. Because once you change your thoughts, you're changing your brain neurons literally reconstructing your brain because for so long if you've been thinking these negative thoughts and anxiety filled patterns of course it's going to keep recreating the same brain in life but it's when you step out of your comfort zone and you purposefully try to think more positively that your brain will continue to follow in your lead Most of the trip, we were just talking and having all these revelations, and it was honestly so beautiful, and I felt so connected to her, and it just felt like we were two little souls coming together and just sharing the love that we had for the world, and it was so beautiful, and, you know, the trip started to wear off, but I kept all these thoughts with me. I remember I wrote them all down, which is why I was able to do this podcast, and I'm so glad I did write them down, because... They were truly life-changing thoughts. You know, my perspective on life had changed after that. I experienced one of hopefully many ego deaths because it made me just step out of my physical body and made me step out of the circumstances that I'm in and realize that where I'm at in life is not where I will always be. And we are always evolving and changing and growing. And it's up to us to create our life and how we want it. It's truly up to us we cannot be a victim 
of our childhood or our circumstances that is just not fair to the potential that we have. And I truly hope that this talk can help people, even though it might not be able to be understood on the level that it would if you were taking mushrooms. And I'm not trying to influence you to do this. Obviously, do whatever you're comfortable with. But I'm definitely going to do them again soon because it was such a pivotal experience in my journey and my growth as a human being that I would not be opposed to taking these again. I've been through shit in my life, okay? I have not had it the easiest. And I'm obviously not open about it. I'm not posting all over my social media. I'm not talking about it in my podcast because it's personal. But it isn't about me having it easy and me just being positive because my life's been so easy. No, it hasn't. And maybe I'll get into it one day, but I'm not trying to talk about that right now. And I just want to be very clear that it doesn't matter what you've gone through. You can always come out on the other side and it's up to you to change your mindset and perspective perspective of how you handle a situation because life is not fair life is not easy I don't care what people say but you have the power to come out of it stronger and better and as someone that has been through shit and no I'm not just saying oh like I got bullied no like you know I've been through some life-changing shit that maybe if you saw me down the street you wouldn't you wouldn't think that I would have been through because that's how it is for everyone. You don't assume that, oh, that girl has been through this or that guy's been through this. Just like anyone, we we can't tell from the outside, but I can relate to people that haven't had the easiest growing up or life in general. And I want to make it clear that you still have the power to change no matter what you've been through. It's going to be hard, but you can do it. Obviously, take them at your own risk and take them with people that you feel comfortable with. And if you want to have this sort of spiritual ego death experience, I recommend getting alone and getting in a space that you can sit with your thoughts. And, you know, they might be scary because when I was experiencing this ego death, yes, it felt very weird. It felt like I wasn't even human, but you just have to surrender to those feelings. I promise everything will be okay worst comes to worst, you throw up and you you get this out of you. It'll still be in your system, but it'll help a lot. And I just, I hope that this conversation can help you in some way and help you remember that you're capable of so much, honestly, and don't ever limit yourself in your dreams. You are a powerful human being. I mean, we are just so amazing and I can't express that enough. But I am truly so grateful that you came to listen to me today Go out and spread some love in this world. We need more of it. And I will talk to you next Sunday.